Hi, this is Brandon Hall, founder of Logic Mind and Health, and you're listening to today's Logicast episode, a quick tip to set you on the path to better living. At Logic Mind and Health, we offer a unique set of ideas and practices that provide the most effective techniques for reducing stress and living a better life. Our philosophy mixes best practices of the past and present, east and west, rational thinking, and purposeful action. Our approach is based on sound reasoning. Our methods have been verified by scientific research and our own personal results. Logic is in our name and at our core. We know what works and we are passionate about sharing it. In today's LogiCast, I'm going to talk about the ultimate source of well-being. There are excellent reasons to believe an ultimate source of health and well-being exists. And if we tap into this source with our minds, we can reduce our stress, realize greater meaning and purpose in our lives, and achieve greater fulfillment. There are many deep philosophical arguments for the source of being and the ultimate source of health and well-being, and we'll cover a lot of them in various LogiCast episodes. And the reason for covering these is very simple. The greater we believe something to be true, the greater the chances are that we'll take action to support those beliefs. In other words, the more we know about something, the better equipped we'll be to put that something into play in our lives. To achieve the greatest degree of health and well-being, we must first understand where that source of health and well-being comes from. I personally believe it comes from God, but maybe not the God you've learned about in school or the God that you were taught by your parents. Here's one of my favorite arguments for the existence and nature of God or the ultimate source of being, of health and well-being in particular. This argument is rooted in the philosophical thinking of Aristotle thousands of years ago. It gets a little deep, but it's very much worth exploring. So here goes. Everything that we observe in the world is moving and changing. Now change entails going from potential to actual. For example, if I'm standing on a green over a golf ball, the ball is potentially in the cup. And if I putt well, it drops into the cup. So you could say its potential has been actualized. Now in any situation involving change, something actual must exist first to cause that change. Something had to cause the ball to move from potentially dropping into the cup to actually dropping into the cup. Now in this case, the golf club was that cause, but its action too was only potential until I actualized it. Now we can continue running this thought exercise deeper and deeper. The club's potential to move was actualized by my arms, whose movement was actualized by my brain, 
whose ability to work was actualized by my cells and atoms and subatomic particles. Eventually, we have to reach a fundamental point and a source of pure actuality. Now that is something that itself has no potential and needs no actualizing. I believe this entity must exist because if it didn't, we would have what philosophers call an infinite regress of causes and effects with no ultimate first cause. And this, to me, is logically and philosophically absurd. Change is occurring at all times, in every circumstance, in every place in the universe. Something has to be causing all this movement and all this change. Something that itself is changeless. Nothing is required to actualize it. It actualizes all potentials, and yet is purely actual itself. It is thus a changeless entity, an unmoved mover, as Aristotle put it thousands of years ago. The prime mover is what he called it. That would make it the foundation for all of reality and all existence and of health. So if an uncaused entity that transcends our reality exists, there are significant implications for this. If this entity has no potential, then it can't exist in time and space because everything in time and space undergoes change. It can't consist of energy or matter because energy and matter undergo change. It must be infinite because if it were finite, it would at some point cease to exist, which means that it would change. It couldn't have just popped into existence at some point because that too would indicate change. Plus, going from non-being to being is pretty illogical. Also, in order to create, move, and change everything, this entity must have maximum power. Perfect intellect, perfect goodness, perfect love, beauty, and every other beneficial feature of reality must also be part of its nature. If not, it would only have the potential for these maximum attributes. It couldn't be purely actual. So, what is this fundamental primary cause? Since everything within our realm of understanding undergoes change, subatomic particles and energy and laws of nature don't fit the bill because they lack these perfect, maximum, infinite characteristics of an unmoved mover. Plus, the laws of nature are just abstract entities that have no power to move or create. They just describe movement. But on the other hand, God seems like a reasonable candidate. Not the old, bearded, judgmental man in the sky, God, but rather a perfectly loving, perfectly good, non-physical, infinite, maximally great, source of existence 
that is sustaining life at this very moment. To me, this God is not religious, but this God is rational. No matter what your religious beliefs may be, or if you have any at all, it's rational and logical to pursue truth about reality and existence. And they're very good arguments that point towards the existence of God. So take some time to think about your reality from a rational perspective. Reasoning like this for the existence of God is foundational to a mindset that leads to improved health and well-being. I'll talk a little bit more about why this is in another Logicast. But that's it for today. I'm Brandon Hall, and thanks for listening.